You're listening to episode two of season two of the Winning to Wealth podcast. This episode is entitled, How I Let My Family Down. So recently I had this revelation that I've been letting my family down. And as you all know, I'm a Christian and as a man of faith, I take the roles of being a husband and being a father very seriously. Um, And and not that you have to be a person of faith to do that, but you guys get what I'm saying. Anyway, it's my personal belief that some of my responsibilities as a husband, as a father, are to be the leader and the protector for my family. And I'll be honest, me fully accepting and embracing that responsibility was a huge part in Taylor and I coming together to pay off $61,000 worth of debt in just 16 months. By us having so much debt, I felt like at the time that I was really leaving my family exposed to the possibility of financial mishaps or even financial ruin. And that was enough for me to completely change how I handle money. But there's one area where I have completely dropped the ball when it comes to being that leader and that protector for my family. And that area is our health. Now, I wasn't always bad about my health. The truth is, when Taylor and I got married, I weighed about 65 pounds less than I do today, and I was still in really good shape. So I was an athlete growing up, so it was really just natural for me to just keep myself active and relatively fit. But shortly after we came back from our honeymoon, we committed ourselves to being quote-unquote gazelle intense about paying off debt. And so as a result, I canceled my gym membership where I was going and playing basketball and lifting and running and all that stuff every week. Uh, and I became super obsessed with finding ways to lower our grocery bill. Also, over the years, I've spent countless hours working side hustles, taking on extra projects at work, building businesses and things of that nature, all in the name of making more money to either become debt-free or retire early. Now, as a result of these choices to put so much focus into career and wealth and all of those things, our health became less and less of a priority from when we got married in 2014 until recently. So going back a couple months to December of 2020, I started having these random headaches that would just really pop up out of nowhere. And the intensity of those headaches started to gradually pick up, but they weren't anything major. So I was kind of brushing them off, right? Then in March of this year, we took a short trip to Austin and it was when we were there that I started to kind of have these slight chest pains. And so about a week later, the chest pains and the headaches were starting to get really intense and they were coming back to back. So I would have chest pains and then a headache or I'd have a headache and then I'd get these crazy chest pains. And so this is all in kind of like March, April-ish. This is starting to happen. And so over the last two months or so, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. I've had my blood drawn at least four times, maybe five Um, I've had two EKGs. I've had a stress test. Um, I was scheduled for another test, but 
that didn't work out because it turns out I didn't really need it. But all of that was in the name of just trying to figure out what the issue was. And not only that, but what actually caused the issue. And so I'll be honest, figuring all of this out was one of the most alarming and most terrifying experiences of my life because, you know, it felt like this process was taking forever. I mean, I I had cardiologist visits and, you know, with specialists, I mean, you, some of them you can get in the next day, some of them it takes three, four weeks. And so this thing, it, this process, it really felt drawn out. But meanwhile, I'm still having these headaches and I'm still having these chest pains. And so it Initially, I wasn't as concerned, but as time went on, I started to get kind of more and more concerned. Uh, and, and the reason for that was because my grandmother on my dad's side wasn't too much older than I am today when she had a quadruple bypass. And so I understood that that was in my family history. Um, but thankfully, my results weren't too bad. <laughs> it turns out that actually I am pre-diabetic, slightly anemic with a dash of high blood pressure thrown in for good measure. And I got to be honest, hearing all of that was honestly heartbreaking for me. And that was because I knew that I could get them under control with diet change and exercise. Um, And to be transparent, my blood pressure has been in the normal range for about two to three weeks now. But when I heard all of that, I immediately just felt like, man, I really not only let myself down, but I let my family down in this area of our health. It was literally, it was like almost the exact same feeling that I had on our honeymoon when I realized that we had so much debt. Um, Because like, I don't want my daughter to go through this, you know, what I've gone through the last few months. But if I didn't change the way I was eating and how active I was, then she probably would at some point. Um, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, all run in my family. And part of that is because nobody runs in my family. But in the same way, the paycheck, the paycheck cycle really ended with me, or I'm hoping it's ended with me. This cycle of a lot of self-inflicted health issues will too. And I can say that because I knew going back to that moment, I knew that my wife would join me on this new journey and she has. So today we're both working out about five, six days a week. We're eating a much better diet with less carbs, sugar, and sodium and all those things. And so the very same intensity that we had when we started our financial wellness journey is the very same intensity and discipline that we're carrying into this new fitness journey for ourselves. Like we've set weekly, monthly, and annual fitness goals, just like we've done with our money. We're tracking the metrics that matter, just like we've done with our money. And even though it's not always fun to work out, it wasn't always fun to do a budget in the beginning either. And for some of you, it's still not fun, but you do it every month because you're being intentional and because it matters to you and because you're seeing the results. And so those are the traits that we're just going to utilize from our financial wellness journey and bring those over into this area of health and wellness. And I got to say, this journey matters to me because I want to live a long and full life. And if I'm being honest right now, I don't know anyone that's lived to be 80, 90 years old that was overweight and taking three blood pressure pills a day. 
I just don't. And like, that's not me body shaming or anything like that. It's just the truth. I, I mean, if you think about it, think about every person you know that's 70, 80, 90 years old. Most of them are in somewhat decent shape. They're not really overweight. And so in the same way that I had to ask myself if the financial choices I was making were getting me to the life I wanted, I had to now ask if how I was treating my body was getting me where I wanted to be. And I had to be honest because the answer was no. I wasn't going to be able to run around full of energy with my future grandkids like my grandparents did for me if I didn't make some lifestyle changes. Like I was actively cutting years off my life with the choices I was making. And that was me actively letting my family down in the process. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, you can't have true wealth without good health. And here's the thing. It's 100% possible to build wealth and take care of your body at the exact same time. As I got to be honest, if I could go back to the beginning of our journey with the knowledge and wisdom that I have now, I would have never canceled our gym membership. I would have never adopted the whole rice and beans mentality of, you know, doing whatever you can to lower your food cost. Those two things have taken more of a negative toll on my life than they have reaped positive rewards on my life. Like, yeah, maybe, okay, we got out of debt a little bit faster or we, you know, increased our net worth by X amount by not having a gym membership or, you know, by not eating healthier foods and things of that nature. But look at where I am today. I mean, that's just, that's the only thing I can say about it is like, look at where it's gotten me, you know? And here's the thing. You don't have to destroy your body with cheap foods like hamburger helper and dollar menu meals to pay off your debt sooner. But you also don't have to spend some obscene amount of money on healthy foods and premium gym memberships either if that's keeping you from getting ahead financially. There is a way to balance it. And personally speaking, in our experience so far, eating healthy in the way that we have has actually cost us a little less because one, we're drinking the appropriate amounts of water every day. And two, we're eating more fruits and vegetables than just about anything else. What I've discovered over the last few weeks personally is that trying to eat healthy really gets expensive when you're doing things like buying protein bars instead of doing a little bit of legwork to figure out how you can get an adequate amount of protein from things like beans, nuts, seeds, and things like that. Um, That's where, to me, or in my experience, the cost of living a healthy life has really, or can really take off, is when you're trying to to find these replacement things. Um, Because one, there's a lot of cost that goes into that for the company, and that cost gets passed on to you. And so if you do the legwork and find ways to get protein from natural sources and things like that, you can drastically reduce the cost of those foods. In terms of fitness, there are also a ton of free or even low cost apps to help you get in at least 30 minutes of exercise a day. As that's been the minimum for me, it's just 30 minutes of exercise five days a week. Uh, I started off, I was using the Peloton app for less than $15 a month. 
But I recently switched to an app called Ladder to really ramp up the intensity of my workouts and for the group accountability. And that's been about $50 a month, which is, you know, maybe a little stretch for some of you. Uh, I know for me, I definitely had to pause and think about it, Um, but I tried it. I gave it a seven day free trial and I love the accountability. I love the intensity of the workouts. Um, And so even though it wasn't the cheapest option, it was the option that I would commit to and stick to. And so that's what I went with. Uh, now, you may be hesitant to slow your wealth building journey down to pay for something like that, especially if you have good momentum and things are like really rolling right now. Like it's 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 hard when you're in that zone to scale it back. But I promise you, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't record this episode and if I didn't challenge you to take a portion of what you're using to pay down debt or invest in the market and use it to invest in your health if you're not already doing so. I'm going to say that again. I would be doing a disservice to you if I didn't tell you to use a portion of what you're using to pay down debt or invest in the market and use that to invest in your health if you're not already doing so. I guarantee you investing in your health will be one of the best returns on investment that you can make. So let me just run through really quick some of the the lifestyle changes that we're making. Um, this is not going to be a, a long episode at all, as you probably saw. But first things first, we've chosen to eat to live instead of living to eat. Now, this not only means that we eat healthier, more nutritious foods, but it also means that we don't overdo it when we're eating those healthy foods or any cheat meal that we may indulge in from time to time. Um, I will say one thing that's really helped us with this part uh, of the whole lifestyle change is really upping our water intake to being half our body weight in ounces. And the reason for that is what I've learned so far is most people actually confuse their body's thirst signals for hunger signals. So getting the appropriate amount of water each day can really help curb your appetite. And I'm 100% seeing that to be true in my own life right now. Um, we're also tracking what we put into our body. So it's important for me with all the things that I've got going on to reduce my sugar, my salt, my carb intake going forward. And the only way to know that I'm actually doing that is to keep track of it through a food log. So something like a MyFitnessPal or something similar to that in the same way, again, kind of paralleling it to our wealth building journey in the same way that we track our investment contributions in the same way that we tracked, you know, how we were paying off our debt. It's the same exact thing. It's the same exact systems. So we're just translating those over into this health and wellness journey. Um, a simple thing that we did, we also started using smaller plates and loading up on vegetables before we add any meat to that plate. And so just those few small changes have really helped us um, have a more balanced diet. And I'm seeing those results. I'm not taking any of the medications anymore. My blood pressure's under control. Everything's trending in the right direction from that. But it's not just that. In the same way that, you know, in the finance community, we talk on live, talk about live on less than you make and invest the difference. Um, you know, we eat less than we have to. And, you know, we commit to working out for at least 30 minutes a day, five days a week. And so on the days that we aren't working out as hard, we still make sure to keep our bodies moving by doing things like going for a walk or a swim or Something along those lines. And I got to be honest, the absolute hardest part of working out is literally starting the workout, like getting dressed, hitting start on the app that I use. Like that's really the hardest part is just the mental 
challenge of just starting. And after five minutes, you know, I've got the music going, I've got the trainer talking to me. It's just, I get in a flow, I get in a zone and I don't even think about it. And then before I know it, the time's up. Um, and so if you haven't been active for a while, you're really going to have to be disciplined and you're going to have to be focused. Otherwise, it's going to be very easy to make excuses and skip a day and allow that day to turn into two days and allow that two days to turn into a week and that week into a month and so on and so forth. You have to be disciplined and focused in the same way that you don't skip, you know, months of budgeting. You don't skip um, your debt payments, like like all of those things that you do financially. You're going to have to have that same discipline, that same focus when it comes to your health and wellness, if you don't already have that. And so that's, again, part of why I joined Ladder. It's like a virtual fitness boot camp. I'm part of this team called Elevate. We cheer each other on during workouts. We share recipes and so much more, which actually, great segue, brings me to my next point, which is to find accountability. Um, not only are Taylor and I holding one another accountable right now, but this episode is a very very public form of accountability for me, like to the point that it's a huge reason why I wanted to record this is to put it out in the air because I know if I put it out there, I'm going to, it's just one more way for me to hold myself accountable because I'm saying this and all of you are hearing it. Um, but my team on ladder also keeps me accountable. So I've got accountability for my wife. I've got accountability for my team. I've put this out there publicly now that this is the direction that we're going in. This is how we're going to live our lives going forward. Um, but I want to say, you know, you aren't always going to feel like doing what you need to do. So it's important to keep people around you that can encourage you and not just encourage you, but also challenge you to be your best self that can see you when you're kind of slacking off and, and will pull you to the side and say, Hey man, you need to step it up a little bit. Um, accountability is key to reaching any personal goals you have, whether that be financial fitness, any of it. Now, Another thing that's worked for us personally, and you may or may not have this problem, is managing our time more effectively. Like I eat the absolute worst when I'm the busiest. So if I get in a good workflow, I don't want to break it up. So I'll start doing things like ordering food or grabbing unhealthy snacks, things of that nature when I get in a good work zone. But now I'm I'm being intentional about my time. And so I have my meals planned. I have like alarms on my phone to <laughs> remind me to like stop and eat no matter what's happening. I have all that stuff ready these days. I'm putting things in place um, that are really taking me out of that decision making process that are just kind of automating everything for me. So that includes things like having healthy snacks on hand, like fruits and nuts that I can go to instead of a chips and soda. Um, and I know this like this might sound like a complete overhaul of our life in like such a short amount of time. And to be honest, it could, I'm seeing like, I'm realizing like right now as I'm talking that it may sound a little intimidating for some of you. And I get it. Like looking up that mountain about a month ago when we started, this seemed just so unrealistic to me, even as a former athlete, um, even though I've lived like this before, but I've actually found that being healthy takes the same level of discipline, focus, and, and intentionality as building wealth. Like it really is just trans. It's a transfer of habits from one area to another, or, or I shouldn't say transfer, but an extension of habits from one area of your life to another area of your life. And like I said, sure, it's challenging. There are days where I don't want to do certain things, but so is getting out of debt. Like you have those same feelings on your financial journey and you're doing it. And I've done it. 
So yeah, it's not always fun, but you know, passing up on the turnip so you can stack that emergency fund, that wasn't fun either. But we did it because it was what was best for us as a family. Um, and so me taking care of the one body I get is one way that I can actually show love to my family. And so this newfound energy, it really, I mean, it helps me be a more active and even more patient husband and father. And by making these choices, I'm not actively shaving years off my life. And so as with our wealth building journey, this journey is bigger than me. This is a legacy decision. So like having my three-year-old daughter come do squats next to me in the living room while I'm working out, it really just warms my heart. And my hope is that her seeing us work out and eat well and things like that, that this just becomes her adopted way of life, whether she chooses to play sports or not, right? Like this is just who she is. She works out, she eats healthy because that's what she's grown up with. And so I'll be honest, you know, usually... Usually I spend a ton of time outlining these solo episodes to make them hit just right. But on this one, guys, I I really just walked in here and just wanted to talk to you guys and speak from the heart. So um, I did spend a little bit of time outlining it, um, talk to some people about how I wanted to structure this episode. But all of the notes, everything, I just decided to scrap it at the last minute and just come in and just talk. This may not be the most technically sound, clever, hardest hitting episode, but to me, it's one of the most important ones I've done. Um, So you're just getting my very real and very raw thoughts in pretty much real time on this issue. So please, if you're not already, start taking care of yourself. Start taking care of your body like I was forced to, Um, not only for you, but for the people you love. It really doesn't take much to, to take care of your body. Be mindful of what you put into it. Get 30 or more minutes of exercise at least five days a week. Um, It's I mean, it's really that simple. Y'all listen. I caused my wife and myself a lot of unnecessary stress with all of these chest pains and headaches and doctor visits. And it all stemmed from just me not taking care of myself, not doing those two things, being mindful of what I put into my body and just getting that 30 minutes or more of exercise, you know, more often than not. Um, and the realization that by not doing those things that I was actually letting my family down was enough for me to personally make that change. Again, this is not about being thin. This is not about looking a certain way. It's about being healthy and making wise choices so you can hopefully be around for a long time or or long enough to enjoy the wealth that you're building right now with the people that you care about. And so switch it up from that beans and rice mentality if that's you. Your health matters. I'm going to say it again. Your health matters. Don't sacrifice your health for money and then have to turn around and use your money to get healthy again. Start today. Start getting it right today if you aren't already. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, episode ideas, um, anything like that. So let's talk. I mean, you can find me on Instagram at winning to wealth. That's winning T.O. wealth on Instagram. Again, I'd love to hear from you. But until we talk again, keep racking up those wins one at a time. Take care. Thank you.